The war is upon us. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you, even as Jesus taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, your kingdom, your will be done, O God, on earth, in and through us this day as it's being done and declared in heaven. Lord God, we declare that you are God, the one true God, the only God. You are the righteous God. You are the one who delivers us from the snares of the evil one, Lord, from the plans and the plots of those principalities and powers who would destroy us, our families, our lives, our nation. Father, we get, we lift up to you, Lord God, this day, the, the threats that have been put upon your people, upon your nation, Father God, and we ask for divine intervention of the angels of God to thwart and remove the spirits of hell and darkness against us, Lord. We thank you, Jesus, you already defeated Satan when you died on the cross and rose from the dead, that you bought and paid for our salvation in your own blood. And we thank you, Lord God, that it has been established in heaven that we belong to the Most High, that we are sons and daughters of the Most High as we have submitted to, surrendered to your provision, your salvation. And we pray today that many who do not know you would submit and surrender to your salvation, Lord God, for there is no other name given among men but whereby we must be saved. We thank you for the divine promise of your protection that no weapon formed against us, that the enemy will be brought down, Lord God, and that he will be defeated. He will be caught in the snares of his own net and those who work with him. Lord, we pray and praise you for this promise and for the divine protection over all of us and all that pertains to us, our families, our health, our safety, our traveling, our our finances, uh, that the enemy, the witchcraft, the words that have come against us would not prevail. Lord God, and we declare that you are the the righteous one. We ask for your wisdom and your divine, divine counsel now in Jesus' name as we share the word. Amen. 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 Well, this very day is a very critical day mm-hmm. for our nation. These days have been. This is a very critical day for our nation. And, uh, as well, is tomorrow. And, and, and tomorrow. So, but we look to the Word of God. Uh, you know, the, the Word of man is out there. There's, there's true prophecy. There's false prophecy. There's opinions. There's mm-hmm. ideas. There's facts. There's... Um, fact-checking. Yeah. But what is God saying? That's well, what, the big, is, what is God saying? You know, I've kind of took a little summary of how the Lord has been leading me through the Word the last month or so, and I've just landed constantly and consistently in Psalm um, 7, 8, 9, especially 9 and 10, and then um, in some of the other Psalms in Isaiah where he's talking about, especially like, for example, in 62, and I know we're going to go to 37 in a minute, but he says, truly my soul silently waits for God, for he comes for from him comes my salvation. He is my rock, my salvation. He is my defense. I will not be greatly moved. Uh, I think the, you know, people are looking to this strategy and that information, whatever, whatever. But the pur- the purpose is the ultimate purpose. We are protected by the Lord God, our Father, and the hosts of heaven, and we're not afraid at all with that. We just. We just, and the other thing, this theme that he's been giving me a lot is that they will be caught in the snares of the traps they laid for others, um, tangled up in their own tongues, um, 
uh, fall in their own pits. And that those have been consistent words for me anyway in the last six, eight weeks. Well, it's a time of misinformation, which yeah, the word of God for, is never mis- for that yeah. is lies. Yeah. But we've got mm-hmm. we have to go to the true, solid, eternal information here in in the Word of God, like you mentioned, Marjorie, the Psalms mm-hmm. uh, and other places too. But the Psalms just seem to speak. Oh my, yes, they speak to our times, well, see- to our days, mm-hmm. to our hours and our minutes. More than anything contemporary that would come our way, you know. And it's interesting that many of the psalms are written by David, and we we follow him through his journey of being um, needing deliverance, being in battle, uh, being chased. Uh, psalm sixty-two again, verse eight. He says, "Trust in Him, God, at all times. You people, pour out your heart before Him. God is a refuge for us." Um, and so we need to realize that God is waiting for us also to pray to make intercession, to fast, to seek his face, um, to not be afraid. He's not asking us to be afraid. He is asking us to trust in him, um, you know, because he is, he says, uh, hide me in 64 too. He says, hide me far from the um, secret counsel of the wicked, from the insurrection of the workers of iniquity, who sharpen their tongues like a sword and bend their bows like, and shoot their arrows, bitter words that they may shoot in secret at the blameless, and suddenly they shoot at him and do not fear. Many of you have been caught in these kinds of arrows and attacks by witchcraft. You've been snared, you've been entrapped, you're in a a catch-22 with a relationship, with a situation where no matter what you say, you know, to defend yourself, it gets turned against you and flipped against you. And I I really believe in those cases where you are under the, that's one of the characteristics of witchcraft. They do something evil and then you call them out on it and then they flip it around and make you the one who's doing what they just did. And this is witchcraft. And so your only real way out of that is to um, uh, plead the blood of Jesus Christ, let God be your defense and forgive them, forgive those who are, um, pursuing this course against you because witchcraft needs the blood of Jesus to dissolve its tangles against you. Yeah. And of course the, here, here's the temptation that we have in these days, as we see in Psalm 37, beginning mm-hmm. with verse one, we're just going to kind of glean through this wonderful, wonderful Psalm. We encourage you to read it. In fact, I was thinking just a couple of weeks ago that this really should be the theme of every believer to go through this in these days that mm-hmm. we're facing, days of stress, mm-hmm. days of wickedness, days that are hard to deal with. Mm-hmm. Uh, Psalm 37. Yeah, the heading in my Bible under uh, the subtitle, I should say, is "Rest in the Lord." Yeah, and and well, the subtitle in in, in my Bible, because the subtitles are not inspired by God; they're edited. It's to just a summary of give what a summary, you're but at. it says the heritage of the righteous and the calamity of the wicked. Well, yay, we're How looking for that. <laughs> no. our, 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 our end is great, people. It's just getting to that end that's a little bit bumpy, I would say. No, so, but God will keep us always, even in the midst of it. Yeah, well, it starts out in Psalm 37, verse 1. Do not fret because of evildoers. No, that's a temptation. Yeah. I mean, these guys never have some, it seems like the wicked are prowling on every side, mm-hmm. in every area they're prowling, they're attacking, they're shooting out lies, they've got schemes and plots mm-hmm. at every level, political, so, religious, um, in every in, level, in, in the mm-hmm. business world, uh, corporate world, well, it, it's all there. But he says, don't fret because of evildoers, 
nor be envious of the workers of the iniquity. So there's two things we can do when we see all this evil prowling around on every side. We can become fearful and anxious and fret and worry and wring our hands and, you know, turn inward. Uh, and and with that fretting can come also anger and frustration. Mm-hmm. Um, or we can become envious and say, why is it going so well for them? Why do they get by with bloody murder? Yeah. Why does nobody call That's them true. out on their stuff? Why is there no justice? Well, the thing is, um, they are not going to get by with bloody murder, and um, there is justice, and our protection is in God. We are not envious of the workers of iniquity because they will come to an end. Yeah, there is justice, and they will... They're not getting by with it because they're every every man shall give account of himself to Before God. God. So it's, we have yeah. to realize that. Once to die and, and then the judgment. A lot of people don't realize mm-hmm. that. They don't want to think about God. They don't want to think about accountability to God. And it says, in, in some places there, it says God is not in all their thoughts. Right. They're not even thinking about God. And, and the Bible says in Genesis chapter 6, the condition of the people at that time was such that their thoughts were only evil continually. Yeah. And Just like Jesus before the said, flood. Mm-hmm. Jesus said, as it was in the days of <laughs> yeah, Noah, yeah, right so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son well, of Man. Well, definitely we're in those days. Thoughts we're, of yeah. only evil continually. And and talks about, I'm not sure if it's in Romans chapter 1, but it talks about inventors of evil yeah. things. Yeah. We're just coming up with More evil, evil things, things from mm-hmm. just plots and schemes and um, philosophies uh, and just just perversion of all kinds, uh, even just you just think of even video games. Well, he goes <laughs> on to say, yeah, and, and it's like inventors of evil things. Yeah. How much more bloodshed and evil and witchcraft can you pack into something like that yeah. to defile our every children? every event, every avenue Satan has a- attacked, corrupted everything. I mean, the toothpaste, the air you breathe, the food you eat the soil you grow your food in, uh, everything has been designed to kill us, to take away, to destroy our DNA because we carry the we carry the image of God. And not everybody on the earth, I believe, carries that image of God, even though some of them look like us. But d- when, we, when we see them prosper, we have to understand the spiritual uh, workings behind the scene that Satan also has been given power by the people who worship him and serve him and, and seek a favor from him. And there's always trading going on. They trade their children and their blood and their lives for favor and blessing. So there is a demonic blessing that comes upon these people, but the price they pay to get that is nothing I want to be envious of. So, yeah, and, and I think it's a Psalm, I believe it's 73, where it talks about the, it's either 71 or 73, where it talks about uh, this person that's going through this was envious of, mm-hmm. of, of the wicked. It seemed like, mm-hmm. check that out, Marjorie, I'll to make sure I'm yeah. correct here. It's 71 or 73. But they they look at the wicked and it seems like they're always prospering. Everything seems to be, seems to be going so good for them. Mm-hmm. For there's they, no they pains money, in their they death. Got, they've got right. strength is that, there. Is that 73? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It, 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 it just I was envious like, of, the, of the boastful when I saw the prosperity of the wicked, <laughs> verse 3. Seventy-three-three. So we're not there. We're not going we're not there. there. We don't want their yeah. outcome. And we don't want their outcome because why? He says, Verse two. For they shall soon be cut down like grass, and wither as the green herb. So one of the things in Psalms we know mm-hmm. every every person is going to stand before the you know yeah. judgment mm-hmm. from the, the living God, and uh, we're all accountable to Him. But we all have choices. We have options right, right. now. Eventually, and, eventually. Mm-hmm. 
every every person's going to stand before God. Works are going to be judged. We, we're going to be judged according to righteousness. Yeah. He is the righteous judge. He's not the bribed judge or the politicized judge. Or the he's one who the, can be bought. Yes, he's the he righteous cannot, judge. He cannot be bought off. But at the same time, the psalmists are David and the other psalmists, Asaph and some of these other people who wrote these songs, actually, under the uh, anointing of the Holy Spirit, they were talking about not just, they recognized there was going to be eventual judgment, but they're talking about judgment now. As well. Let it happen now Right, of course. And, 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 you know, like David and the various ones, they had to have these judgments now because otherwise he would have never been king. He had to have God intervene mm-hmm. in his situation. And this is what we hope for. We hope that the, the temporal uh, immediate outcome, the urgency of the situation will be, there will be a divine intervention. And I believe at this point, every human resource is being exhausted to bring about that just, that justice. But it's, 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 it's really only revealing the depth of the wickedness and the iniquity and the, and the uh, betrayals and the treachery among the people uh, against the God of heaven and earth and against his anointed as they did with David. And so what happens is all these things are being exposed and we're coming back to the one and only deliverer, and that is Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the, ho- the host of heaven, the captain of the host. He says in verse 3, trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. I believe this is a personal uh, counsel to, for your personal life to trust in the Lord. Lean not your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him as it goes on in Proverbs. But he is he is faithful. Dwell on and feed, feed, nourish yourself. No, you've got to get in the word. You just can't do this without being in the word. Know his faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord. Delight. Uh, ex- be excited. Be happy. You know, so many times we we question God. If God is so good, then why is this happening? Why is God, let, you know, is God mad at me? Did I do it wrong? Because we have the wrong gospel. We don't even understand the true nature and character of God at all or our divine, our divine relationship with him. So many times we're challenged by Satan on those on those uh, issues of goodness and being good enough and I failed and religion and legalism and we have to trust in our righteousness that comes from the blood of Jesus Christ and when that is known when we know that we can rest in him and then when we make a mistake or sin we can simply go to him and say God I blew it I, I believed a lie forgive me and God doesn't say well I'll get back to you in three weeks we'll see what will happen here he, but he forgives us he talks about here um Trust in the Lord and do good there, the first part of verse 3. It's interesting, Romans chapter 12, it it gives us some more specifics on this. He says in verse 17, Repay no one evil for evil. Have regard for good things in the sight of all men. If it is possible, Mm -hmm. as much as depends on you, it's not always possible, but as much as depends on you, verse 18, live peaceably with all men. Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place to wrath. For it is written, Vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. Therefore, if your enemy hungers, feed him. If he thirsts, give him a drink. For in doing so, uh, or in so doing, you will heap coals of fire on his head. And here's the, the, the kicker of this whole deal. Verse 21 of Romans 12. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Mm-hmm. Don't, exactly. So the, the temptation now is to feel like 
we've shown, you know, abandoned, abandoned. Upset. With a, with a, it's like evil yeah, it, it, is on every hand. It's coming in like a flood. And and the Bible says in um, Isaiah, it says when the enemy comes in like a comes flood. in like a flood, mm-hmm. the spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. So we're we're to overcome evil with good. You overcome hate with 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 love. You you overcome lies with truth, and this is why um, it's important uh, for each of us in these days to bring forth the truth, bring forth the word of God. We can get caught into all kinds of arguments and opinions and things. Right, and this debate that goes on in our souls, like you're talking about with the argues and the opin- opinions, is a soulish. Uh, you know, um, activity, activity. Thank you. Because the thing is with our soul, we think and feel, and those will not lead us to the the solidity, the confidence of knowing the spirit of God, his spirit bearing witness with your spirit is where we need to operate. We need to resolve issues. We need to calculate our position out of our spirit. And in the spirit, we know that God is faithful. We know that we can trust in him. We delight ourselves in him and he will give us the desires of our heart. We know that when we, verse five, commit your way to the Lord, trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. We know, we say, well, I don't know if I trust God enough. You do trust God enough. You're built by God to trust him completely because you know, if you ask yourself the question, can I trust God? Does God lie? You're going to say, no, he doesn't lie. Where else are you going to put your trust? Well, that trust has already been put in God by God himself who put it in us. And so we don't, that doesn't need to be a debatable issue, but Satan says, well, you don't have enough faith. Well, you don't trust God. I don't feel, uh, you know, maybe I don't trust God enough. You do trust God, you know, and you need to walk there. You need to live there in, in the spirit, his spirit bearing witness with your spirit and know that you know what you know instead of flip-flopping back and forth between your soul and your spirit all the time because that's what brings doubt, double-mindedness, and division. It's, rid- it's ridiculous when you, you, de- you deal with that issue. Do I trust God enough? Who asked that question? Yeah, Did the Holy Spirit ask you that, that question? question. Just, Isn't the Holy you, Spirit you, in there to make you? You either trust him or you don't. Yeah. And yeah. it's not a matter of enough. degrees. I'm right. trusting the Lord. Don't sit around and whittle away at yourself yeah. tr- trying to analyze yourself. Yep. Do, do I have enough faith for this? Oh, how, how am I going to stay safe? How can is I be my, careful? Is my faith a five or a seven or a yeah. ten? Or, you know, yeah. Don't do that. Trust God. That you're is a ca- futile exercise in futility. You're looking to him. You're reading his word. You're following what he has for you as much as you know of. And just don't worry about the degrees of faith. There's no such you know, thing. There's actually. not really. <laughs> you, 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 I'm trusting the Lord. Okay, yeah. I'm trusting God, no matter what's going on. It's really a degree of how much you walk in the Spirit, how much you choose to use that software, as opposed to that corrupted software that's filled with confusion and doubt. It says, verse five: Commit your way to the Lord. Okay, mm-hmm. trust also in Him, and He shall bring it to pass. He'll bring it to pass in His time, and He shall bring forth your righteousness as the light, and your justice as the noonday. So mm-hmm. one of the things that's important, you know, some there's all kinds of, you know, principles. Okay, how do I know the will of God? How, how do I follow, you know, how do I know this? And, you know. How do I keep my healing? Am I, am I going to keep my, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to keep my healing, get my healing, keep my healing, lose my healing, whatever. But what do I have to do to inherit eternal life is what the rich young ruler said. You don't do things, you abide in him, and as you abide in him, he will cause that nourishment to come through the branch, which will bring forth the fruit. It's a, it's a real process of abiding 
and 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 bringing forth fruit and and being not doing as we abide in him these things that please god will come forth out of your life i'm jumping ahead to verse 23 and then we'll go back it says for the the steps of a good man are ordered by the lord established by the lord mm-hmm. uh and, and he delights in his way. God delights in our way. Yeah, and, and and though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. So here's the thing. I'm looking to the Lord. You you mentioned earlier, earlier, Marjorie, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. and Lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall what? Direct, Direct your, your path. path. So, Lord, I'm just looking to you. Guide me. And you go about your day. You go out about your day, you know, the Spirit of God is speaking to you. The Spirit of God is guiding you. Even things where you just seem like you stumble into something, mm-hmm. God is guiding your steps. Right. God is guiding Even steps. when our steps are difficult and we end up yes. in some messy place, the wilderness, even there God has a purpose and God is working all things together for good. So if you're in a difficult marriage, in a difficult divorce, in a difficult job situation, you are not going to figure it out. You're going to rest in God and pass the test by letting God take the test. You pass the test by letting God take your test for you and you rest. Verse 7, rest in the Lord. This is where we uh, gain favor. Rest in the Lord. Wait patiently for him. Do not fret because of him who prospers in the way, because of the man who brings wicked schemes to pass. Don't we have all of that? Cease from anger, forsake wrath. Do not fret. It only causes harm. So resting is a big indicator of faith. As it says in Hebrews, um, they fail to enter into the rest of God because of unbelief. And so, uh, as he's talking about the people in the wilderness, we, they were always fretting. Where's our food? Where's our water? Where's this? Where's that? What's God doing? Blah, blah, blah. We can, we can go that same way if we want to. And right now would be a really good time to really anchor in and say, God, it's up to you. I can't do this. This battle belongs to you. This national battle we're looking at today and in the days ahead, all of it belongs to the Lord. And as believers, we want to pray for the outcomes and the purposes uh, and the will of the Lord God, not his permissive will, but his perfect will, which would be for repentance or bringing people to the place of rest, bringing them to the place of revelation, bringing them to the place of acknowledging their sin, their foolishness, and not becoming dismayed by the foolishness of others, but continually keep our eyes upon the Lord and cease from anger. It only causes harm. Actually, when people are angry and anxious, it causes physical problems. Verse 9, for evildoers shall be cut off. They shall be destroyed. Just know that. They might seem like they're getting by with it now. prospering, But they're either going to be transformed by the power of Jesus. They're either going to be taken in by the Lord or they're going to be taken out by the Lord. Mm -hmm. That's how it's going to be. Uh, But those who wait on the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. Now, Satan wants the earth. The elitists of the world want to inherit the earth. They want to destroy the earth. They want to have all the power and all the glory and all the control. But guess what? What's going to happen? Those who wait on the Lord shall inherit the earth. The meek shall inherit the earth. Well, remember this, the Lord God, the earth, and the creation of the earth, and all that's in it belongs to the Lord God. He is the original creator of it. He is the one who sustained it. He's the one who even now gives breath and food and rain to the to to the to keep the, the this this precious little earth with its people and all the is that's in it belongs to the Lord God. He is responsible for keeping this earth, and I know Satan wants it, 
because he has no other place to go. And he knows his time is short, and he's come down to the earth, as Revelation said, and I believe we're in the beginnings of that book of Revelation for sure. He's, 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 he knows his time is short, so he's very uh, disturbed. But he, he wants the earth. He doesn't want to destroy the earth. He wants to destroy all remnant of God's image in the earth, which would be us. You know, he, he, he can handle, you know, hanging out with the trees and all that stuff, but he doesn't want the, any remembrance of the righteous or the, those who carry the image of God. And that's what he's trying to purge the earth of all of those who follow the Lord God. Yeah, and, and those who and who's gonna, stand for yet a little while, and the wicked shall be no mm-hmm, more. Mm-hmm. Indeed, you shall look diligently for his place, but it shall be no more. So they're going to be taken out. Listen to this. Here in Psalm 62, just to cross-reference, um, he's praying again, David again, another psalm for protection. David has a lot of trouble. You should read about it. Hear my voice, O God, in my meditation, verse Psalm 64, verse 1. Preserve my life from the fear of the enemy. Hide me from the secret counsel of the wicked, for the insurrection of the workers of iniquity, from the insurrection of the workers of iniquity, who sharpen their tongues like a sword and bend their bow to shoot their arrows, bitter words, that they may shoot in secret at the blameless. Suddenly they shoot at him and do not fear. They encourage, That's what's going on. They encourage themselves in an evil matter. They talk... They talk of laying snares secretly. They say, who will see them? They devise iniquities. We have perfected a shrewd scheme. Both the inward thoughts of the, and the heart of man are deep. But God will shoot at them with an arrow. Suddenly they shall be wounded. So he shall make them stumble over their own tongue. This is what he's talking about. This is what we stand for. This is what we believe. This is, this is faith. This is trust. This Because why? Why can we do this, know this? Because God said it. God said it. This is our, our confidence that God, this is God's word. God doesn't lie and he, he, he keeps his word. And, he, and so we can know that because God doesn't lie, we are also abiding in that revelation, in that truth. Well, jumping down to verse 10 of Psalm 64, the righteous shall be glad in the Lord and trust in him. Mm-hmm. All the upright in heart. Show glory. So we do have a wonderful end. We have a, a difficult middle. But in this time of testings, we know that God is with us. He said, as you read, for the evildoers in 37.9, will be cut off. But those who wait upon the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. For yet a little while, and the wicked shall be no more. Indeed, you will look diligently for his place, but it shall be no more. But the meek shall inherit the earth and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. The w- wicked plot against the just and gnashes at him with, the te- with his teeth. We have seen all of this. Mm. The Lord laughs at him, for he sees that his day is coming. The wicked have drawn the sword and have bent the bow. They've tried to kill, assassinate, murder, uh, defame, uh, d- uh, obliterate the righteous. Um, to cast them down, to cast down the poor and the needy, to slay those who are upright in heart. There's many poor and needy, little ones, uh, uh, helpless ones, vulnerable ones, People who are just good people, but they have no, um, they're being crushed. They're being destroyed. Middle class people, people just go to work and be good people and do righteous things. But God sees all of this mm-hmm. devastation. And as we weep before the Lord, as we cry out to God, as we make intercession, as we praise him, as we have to, you know, you can, what weeping endures for the night, but joy comes in the morning. There comes, there's both are there. 
the weeping, the intercession, the crying, the travailing, but at the same time, and just beyond that, comes the praise and the, the prayer. There is a glorious end to all of this, so do not be dismayed. So we have to realize that all through these Psalms, there's an inglorious end for the wicked, and there's a glorious end for the righteous. <laughs> Inglorious means it would mean like destruction. But let's let's jump down to here, verse um, eighteen, okay, of Psalm thirty-seven. The Lord knows the days of the upright. Okay, so He knows the kind of days that we face. Mm-hmm. Your right. your days personally, in your family, in your work, uh, in in your church, where, whatever you're involved with, He knows your days. He knows, you know, the days that are glorious and the days that seem to be terrible and the days where that seem to be discouraging. But the Lord knows the days of the upright and their inheritance shall be forever. They shall not be ashamed in the evil time. Amen. And in the days of famine, they shall be satisfied. So God is going to be in this evil time. Mm-hmm. There's not going to be shame. There's going to be glory. I know. And in the days of, of famine, shortages, whatever's going to happen, they shall be satisfied. Amen. God is going to protect, provide, provide keep, shelter for His us. people, and this Everything. is this is why when when they want to the fear mongering and the they call it the fear porn nowadays, and the anxiety is is being pumped out of uh, the the media stations so that they can control us through fear and anxiety and try to keep us uh, believing that we have to be safe, we have to be careful. Uh, and this is a, a real mandate these days. Be safe, be careful, careful, you know, do the precautions, um, the big, you know, whatever. They're promoting a lie. The Bible does not say, does not command ever in any place for Seek us to, safety. to be safe or to be careful. It says, trust in the Lord and do good. It says, pursue God. Um, he will protect us. He will provide. But nowadays, because people are so traumatized with fear, uh, even from their childhoods, they begin to take up their own personal safety. It's just the devil lying to you in your mind. I've got to do this, this, this. I've got to get this. I've got to protect here. I've got to. And we're so paranoid and so fearful. And fear is not of God. And so the more you are afraid, the more the enemy is actually controlling you. Because the bottom line, demonic spirit that prevails in this world is fear. Mm-hmm. And, and you know we're not afraid. There's no. There's nothing to be afraid of because most of what the devil's done is all smoke and mirrors anyway. And so what we want to know is that God, no matter where you are, what you do, God is right there. His spirit, His angel, watching over you, and you are safe. But if Satan can get you to freak out and panic and do something stupid, so you can be careful, and 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 and, and living a, controlled out of a trauma, out of a fear. And that's what Satan does. He sets us up many times as child, in children, in childhood, <laughs> with fears and traumas that he uses later to pull strings and control us, to cause panic, to cause isolation, to cause, um, uh, you know, taking matters into our own hands. And this is not what the psalmist is recommending here. So we live in a dangerous world. Jesus said, don't marvel, don't, don't be amazed, don't mm-hmm. think, oh my, I, I'm such a nice person, but the world hates me. Well, he said, don't marvel about that. Don't be amazed, astounded by the fact that they the hate world you. hates you. Because the the world, when we're talking about the world, we're not just talking about the natural order of creation. We're talking about this satanic world system of religious, uh, religion, um, political power, uh, dishonesty, we corruption, know. evil. 
So this this is the world we live in. This it's it's a dangerous, evil world. It's but under the sway of the un, under the sway. It, it says in 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 First John. Uh, the whole world is under the sway of the wicked one. But over all this mm-hmm. is God and his kingdom and his glory. So we are in, in Psalm 110, uh, uh, verse 2, it, it says, Lord, reign in the midst of your enemies. Mm-hmm. So the kingdom of God is within us. The kingdom of God is Amen. being advanced. The root God is just working even in us now Through his to spirit. purge out Every remnant of the kingdom of darkness fear. that's in us, fear, mm-hmm. doubt, unbelief, lust, perversion, whatever it is, mm-hmm. uh, religious spirits, mm-hmm. witchcraft, he's there perfecting us. Mm-hmm. It's called sanctification. He's taking out all the, little by little, he's removing the remnants of the... Um, fear and darkness. Of the, yeah, yeah, of the kingdom of the evil one and establishing the kingdom of God. So God is ruling... In your soul, in, of in you. your spirit, mm-hmm. and in your body. Exactly. And that sanctification is a process of tearing down those struggles like you were talking about. And so, so we can come to the place of peace and being okay and being secure and knowing that the good shepherd is the one who carries us. Here's, here's the thing. God's, I think God's great lesson in, in all of life, one of the key lessons is that he is faithful. That's it. That you could trust him. Mm-hmm. He will take care of you mm-hmm. no matter what's going on. He's faithful. Even when you're not faithful to him, he will always be faithful to you. Psalm 37, 25. Now, this is, this is he's writing from a lifelong experience here. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and a lot of times, some of us are getting older now. Marjorie, are, are we getting older? Nope. We're getting wiser. We're getting wiser. Okay. <laughs> We're getting wiser, yes. But he, Psalm said, verse 25, Psalm 37, I have been young and now am old, yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his descendants begging bread. He is ever merciful and lends, and his descendants are blessed. He says, depart from evil and do good and dwell forevermore. For the Lord loves justice and does not forsake his saints. They are preserved forever. But the descendants of the wicked shall be cut off. The righteous shall inherit the land and dwell in it forever. This is what God says. We will not dispute what God says. We will not allow Satan to stir up in your in your mind fear, worry, anxiety. Begin to praise the Lord. And if there is a place of fear and anxiety in you, and, and many of us don't recognize how controlled we are by that spirit of fear who even mimics us, impersonates us to ourselves, even speaks through our own mouth, even gets us to speak words that are from him, that are originating in him, that he gets us to speak through our mouth and then we agree with them. I'm afraid. I'm never going to make it. I don't know what's going to happen. I've got to, what, what do I got to do? I can't live like this anymore, blah, 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 blah. All these things that Satan speaks through you and you buy into them. You, these are words that are created inside of you that Satan is actually using as change chains to bind you. We cannot give place to the devil. We cannot allow him to craft his words inside of our minds and mouths and speak them through our mouths. And then we begin to succumb to them. The wicked watches the righteous, verse 32, and seeks to slay him, seeks to kill him. The Lord will not leave him in his hand nor condemn him when he is judged. In other words, the Lord is saying, you're not going to be prey to the wicked. God knows the truth about us. Yeah, you who trust the Lord, we who trust him, are not going to be prey to the wicked. And he says in verse 34, wait on the Lord 
and keep his way, and he shall exalt you to inherit the land. When the wicked are cut off, you shall shall see it. I've seen the wicked in great power, have we not? Have we not? Have they not actually infested and rotted their way into the whole world, uh, spreading himself like a native green tree, like he belongs there? Yet he passed away, and behold, he was no more. Indeed, I sought him, but could not find him, for he could not be found. And then he says, Mark, the blameless man, observe the upright. We say, well, I'm not blameless. I still have a sin. You know what? God, it says in First uh, John chapter 3, um, when my heart condemns me, God is greater than my heart and knows all things. And so many times we believe that, you know, our heart, the devil, uh, goes after us through our heart. Well, you're, you, you, God's mad at you. You did this wrong. You did that wrong. But you know what? The truth that we need to rest in is that Jesus Christ knows the truth. He sees the assault against your life. He sees the setups, the snares, the witchcraft, the traps. He knows it all, and he wasn't expecting you to do perfect. He was expecting that he would do just fine to get you out of it. That's what he was expecting. And the whole deal is that we're not saved by our own righteousness anyway. Or our works. We're saved by our righteous, the righteousness of Jesus Christ mm-hmm. that's applied to our life and in, yep. in, in, um, and entwined what, into our life as well. And that powerful blood, the righteousness that he applies to us, is sufficient for everything. Uh, if we agree, if we confess, surrender, and agree, it, it, it cleanses us from all sin and unrighteousness. But you must surrender. You must stop being double-minded. You must stop listening to both your the devil who's talking to your mind, tempting you to be afraid, tempting you to be angry, envious, whatever. You must stop doing that and switch over to your spirit and listen to the Holy Spirit and walk in the, the revelation of God's Word without fear. Verses 37 through 40. Mark the blameless man and observe the right, the upright, for the future of that man is peace. But the transgressors shall be destroyed together, the future of the wicked shall be cut off. But, one of the great buts of the Bible here, but the salvation of the righteous is from the Lord. He is their strength in the time of trouble. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind this. <laughs> Keep in mind this. Keep this in mind. For today, he for tomorrow. He is their strength in the time of trouble. We're in the time of trouble right now, but he is our strength. And look at what verse 40 says as we wrap this up today. And the Lord shall help them and deliver them. He shall deliver them from the wicked and save them because they trust in him. And verse 60, um, one more to just add to that. Uh, Psalm 60, verse 11 and 12, give us help from trouble, for vain is the help of man. Through God we will do valiantly, for it is he who treads down our enemies. Amen and amen. Thank you, Jesus, for treading down our enemies. Hallelujah. We give you praise today for this huge spiritual battle between light and dark, between good and evil, between God and Satan that hovers over our head, that, that manifests in our in our souls. Father, we give you praise that you are victorious in all of it. We trust you. You do not lie. You keep your word. You will bring justice. You will bring down the wicked, those who plot and scheme their evil plans and plots against us. You bring them down for your glory. We give you praise. We thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ who cleanses us from all iniquity and unrighteousness and becomes a shelter for us in this time of storm. We pray for those who are in positions of, of leadership, those who are in positions of, of critical motion and movement, Father, that they will all act strategically according to your direction by the power of your Holy Spirit. We ask for your Holy Spirit and the interventions of the angels of the Almighty God today and in this day, the days to come, for your sake, Lord God, and for ours. 
Thank you, Lord, for victory over all the schemes of the enemy. Yes. Thank you, Lord, for your righteousness to be established and to prevail. May your kingdom come and your will be done on earth this day as it's being done in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I have an emergency. What is your location? Because there's a war for your soul.